it's just that opportunity of recognizing where there's imbalances and releasing them versus dwelling on them. Ever wonder what your animals are trying to tell you? How to decipher those looks, barks, meows, and interesting behaviors? Join me as I share numerous animal communication encounters in some bizarre unfoldings. Jump into unique stories that will open your mind to the depths in which the animals that share our world are looking to connect. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Chatting with Chickens. I have to say, now that we're a few episodes in, depending, I've been kind of switching around when I record an episode as to when it will air, and I think this one's going to be aired a little sooner than some of the others, so it might sound weird in this episode. But it's been really interesting to see, as I'm sure some of you who have beautiful fur families have experienced, it's amazing to see how your crew shows up when you have things going on. I'm sure you guys all can relate to when you're needing to get something done, like recording a podcast, and all of your animals need to be in that room with you, helping you (laughs) get that done. And so today, it's kind of like an off day. It hasn't been the days that I've normally been scheduling to record a podcast, but I've just been feeling like this story, this episode needs to come forward. And so as I'm getting ready and taking some time to just settle and tune in, it's really interesting to see how uh, the animals in the household and even the animals outside show up right before recording. It's interesting because I have Finn, our cat, laying on my lap and this is the first time he's laid on my lap for an episode and he's been purring pretty much the whole time. Walter, our large, large bulldog, He is laying right under the desk, which is a first. Rascal was under the desk, but they've just switched. And he's just over on a side bed sleeping. And I know for me, this episode is going to be a heart warmer. It's going to be about an amazing, amazing being in dog form that just completely changed mine and it's so funny my husband's he's asking me why I'm referring to him as my partner and not my husband and I'm like I don't know I've just been saying partner and he's like oh okay I just like was wondering why you don't say husband and I'm like okay so my husband um our lives and so today's episode is going to be about Herbert And even as I say his name, I can feel my eyes well up for any of you listening to this who are friends or family of ours. I'm sure your eyes maybe are watering up a bit because Herbert was just, just a dog 
that touched a lot of hearts in a lot of profound and beautiful ways. You know, those special ways that our animals have the ability to just impact us with their unconditional love and connection. So Herbert is like our Mr. Miyagi. He definitely was my wax on wax off kind of teacher. He showed up in my partner and my, our life, I believe as a teacher, as a teacher and support. And so we, we connected and brought Herbert into our family. I think we were like six months into our relationship, you know, that couple. And it was fascinating because we found these puppies Alex, my partner, he was so set on having a bulldog. And I was totally, totally cool with that idea too. I think I probably would have been okay with almost any dog. Pretty easy going that way. And so we had found this litter and Alex saw this puppy and he's like, I want that puppy or I don't want any. That's the one that needs to come home with us. And we originally reached out to the lady who had them. And she's like, well, that puppy is tentatively spoken for, but I'm just waiting to finalize the details. However, you can come out and see the puppies if you'd like. And so my husband was all about going to see the puppies. And I was like, I really don't want to go see puppies if you only want this one and this one's taken because then we're just going and seeing puppies and we're not bringing any of them home. (laughs) But either or, we went and we met Herbert. I think he was four or five weeks old. Just this tiny, tiny little, the one picture we had, he kind of looked a little bit like an adorable Jabba the Hutt because he had like no neck. (laughs) But he was just remarkable. He was this beautiful beautiful soul. And long short, the people who originally had spoken for him, it fell through and Herbert ended up joining our family. And just made those years of our lives so special so unbelievably special. And so for any of you who have listened to the first episode, you'll know that Herbert journeyed with me through learning how to connect and communicate with animals and listen to animals. And he was just my teacher through unfolding all of that potential as well as my guinea pig and teacher while I journeyed into practicing energy medicine and all of that super weird yet really 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 cool stuff he was just right by my side helping me learn helping me grow demonstrating the proof in the pudding and all of that and I think one of the things I didn't mention in the first episode is I did talk about you know, the linking awareness journey really helping me move into my right brain. What I didn't explain with that is even more than that, it's a journey about moving into your heart. And that's where all of this is experienced. That's 
ideally where all of life should be experienced is from the heart. And then from the heart and a healthy relationship to the mind and everything else that is us. But ideally coming from this aspect where we experience life from the heart and I think as humans and as stressed out humans, we don't do a great job at connecting to life from the heart or we're just not taught to do these things. But man, oh man, when you do, does life ever show up differently? And I think that's where animals create such a profound shift in our life is because you have this beautiful soul, especially with dogs. Don't get me wrong, cats do it too and so do other animals, but they just do it in different ways. But with dogs, you just have this unconditional just love that they shower you with and it really it really helps us experience more when it comes to life. And so one of the other things that unfolded with energy medicine a little more so I think I started to see it with is how much our animals you could say mirror but you could also say connect in or carry our stress and the things that we are going through and 100% like for me when I first heard this or when this first came forward into my consciousness I had a really, really hard time with this because it's just like, oh, so because I'm stressed, that's why my animal has this going on because they're carrying my stuff. It's one way to look at it, but a bigger way to look at it and to look at any relationship is why is this being in my life? Why are we having an opportunity to journey together? And knowing that just how we show up for others and are there for them and we easily take on things for other people even though we shouldn't, our animals, our loyal companions, our extension to our families sometimes, they can do the same. And Herbert just showed this in a way that couldn't be questioned, that I think I needed to see at the time because A lot of the things that I learned, especially in the first few years, it was so different. It really challenged what I have been originally taught and, you know, held on to as my truths when it came to our consciousness, our healing, all of these things. And some of these things really were bizarre or weird. And once you study them and learn them, it makes sense. But my left brain was going a little nuts with some of it. But with Herbert and with Alex, there just was this connection. And I keep going back to the day Alex knew that that needed to be the dog that joined our family, right? You can jump into this consciousness of, you know, when we connect to an animal, although we maybe feel like we're the ones in control, we're the ones that are getting that animal kind of thing. Is that really what's going on or on a deeper level are those beings choosing us or is it already predetermined in a contract that we're meant to unite and to follow that? And so I'm going to list for you some of the journeys Alex and Herbert went through that mirrored each other. And so Herbert always had one eye 
that easily would flare up. It wasn't cherry eye to the degree that he had like a bulge or anything. He would just have one eye that when he was really tired or if he was playing a lot would get red. And so Alex, the same eye, he ended up having surgery on because they needed to tighten the muscles for him. And one of the other things is Alex has had surgery on both of his knees. Well, one of the knees they didn't end up, which is an interesting, interesting thing. I'll actually tell that story too. But Herbert actually ended up needing surgery on both of his knees. He ended up getting metal plates put into both of his knees, which actually made him like Iron Man, Iron Dog. Like he had way better movement. His legs, his back legs were too straight, but he blew out both of his knees. But Alex blew out his one knee and then he was having problems with the other knee, but it was so interesting because Herbert had already had surgery on both. And then the doctor went in and Alex was meant to have surgery on his other, but then when they went in, they couldn't find anything wrong. And so I don't know, you can put that out there and I'm going to put that out there. But did Herbert help shift something so Alex could heal and Herbert took on that pathology? And therefore, when they went in to fix that for Alex, it actually wasn't there anymore. (laughs) And yeah, and there was nothing there for them to fix. Herbert had a sensitive digestive system. My wonderful husband had a very sensitive digestive system was so funny because like at one point in time, both of their diets were so similar to each other. While I was learning about all of this, I just was shaking my head and laughing. And I'm like, you can't even make this stuff up. And there would be certain things where all of a sudden Alex would be walking around and he'd be limping a bit because his leg would be sore. And then all of a sudden you look at Herbert and Herbert's limping too. And I'm like, (laughs) oh my gosh. And so Again, as humans, we're really good at leaning into that guilt. And as easy as it would have been to feel guilty and to take that lens or worry or stress with what our animals are going through, it's just that opportunity of recognizing where there's imbalances and releasing them versus dwelling on them, recognizing where we all have that deeper interconnectedness and For me, at least, I can say the animals that show up in our path can really, really, really mirror that for us sometimes, really show us that. And instead of moving through something and being like, well, what's wrong there? It's more like, well, what's that releasing for everybody? Or why is that showing up and how can we all shift? And it was really interesting. I shared this on Instagram yesterday, but I had, oh wonderful human Jasper come out to the farm because she's an animal chiropractor and so she gave our donkeys and our sheep and our dog all this beautiful adjustment and they were in a great space after you could tell everybody was feeling so good it was really neat to see how one adjustment would kind of have a shift for everybody energetically But after Jasper left, I found myself sitting in the barn. And instead of just sitting with this beautiful energy because everybody's feeling really good, I jumped into what I tell everybody all the time not to do. I started worrying 
And I was like, well, why, why did so-and-so need this adjustment? And why did she have to work on this? Why is that coming up? What could I be doing better? How should I be doing? Like, and just my mind started going. And Jade, that beautiful, stunning soul that she is, one of our stunning donkeys, walked over and she's like, stop. <laughs> and she actually gave me like a nudge with her nose. And she's like, stop worrying get out of your mind, come into your heart and just start feeling. Just connect in with us and feel. And I did. I just took a breath. I slid my awareness from my head down into my heart and I could just feel the vibes that are there. And that's the thing is when things are shifting or releasing, they're releasing. There's things that are going. But if you come back and start worrying about it, you start bringing all of that stress back in. And I know this, but it's just, it's so human programmed sometimes in us. And so I was so thankful for that beautiful reminder. And I had such a wonderful just decompression with the girls in the barn. It was a great way to spend a Saturday. And so, yeah, I think there's just so much that not only we can pick up by listening to our animals, but also by just sitting with them, breathing with them, and recognizing on such a profound level, how deeply they are connected to us and our lives. And when we start noticing these things that we maybe would just see as a coincidence, but they start opening up as more ways to just recognize where there's imbalances or things that our awareness need to look at and how we can observe that and create a shift, not only for ourselves, but for our crew And how our crew can also show us where we maybe need to do some evolving or releasing or even just relaxing and feeling. So when you guys are around your crew next, just take a moment and slide your awareness into your heart. Thank them for all that they do for you and open that heart up to feel that beautiful thanks from them coming back to you too. Take a breath and from the heart, see if you can feel that deeper connection where there isn't the existence of them and you, but there's just this relationship, this entanglement of us, right? Of both of you together. Awesome. Thank you again for tuning in and I look forward to connecting. Have a great day. Here's our little disclaimer. Please know that these animal connections are coming in through my beliefs and filters. They're coming in through my consciousness, but they are not a diagnosis or are they applicable to all animals? More simply put, these stories are meant to inspire individuals to dive deeper into the relationships with the animals in their world and all that they have to share with them. 